Hey everybody, Perrin Lovett here for Prepper Post News on, uh, what is this, Thursday, already Thursday, June 10th, 2021, and it's going to be another slightly discombobulated show, uh, but with uh, but with, with uh, less humidity here in the, uh, the studio and maybe uh, a little more zeal, um, kind of a slow news week, which is always a good thing, and I'm going to start off with some... Uh, some good news. Got good news breaking out all over the place. So let's hop right into that. Thank you everybody for uh, listening and watching. And yeah, by, I should have mentioned this. Yes, uh, earlier in the week there were some uh, uh, server issues that slowed things down a bit. And I've actually got some stories to talk about that and why that's likely more of a feature than a bug of the postmodern world. But first, let's go out to Lubbock, Texas, where the decent people of the world have scored a victory against the uh, satanic organization known as Rehash Nazi Eugenics Incorporated. I'm sorry, they, uh, they changed the name to uh, Planned Parenthood. Um, the city of Lubbock uh, enacted what they called a, uh, an ordinance to make Lubbock a sanctuary city for the unborn. This is a rhetorical poke in the eye to these people who have sanctuary cities for uh, foreign invaders, pedophiles, all this, this other evil. They wanted to make the, safe, uh, the, the city safe for children. Uh, Rehash Nazi Eugenics Incorporated hated that and sued them in federal court and federal judge tossed the suit. Um, it's because of the way the, the law works there are other federal judges that I'm sure will, will strike this down or strike down parts of it. It's not the best law. Matter of fact, no law about this, uh, about the subject of child murder is that great because, like, this, this ordinance allows lawsuits. Lawsuits are not the proper response for somebody murdering a child. Calling the police after the fact is not the proper response for somebody murdering a child. When you have somebody you know, a national socialist uh, or just a, you know, run-of-the-mill Satanist or anybody else who you know is actively murdering children, the solution is to put a bullet in his head. So, uh, but I'm happy for the people of Lubbock. Their hearts are in the right place, and um, maybe they could get a visit from the guy in our next story. All these great inspirational stories and the rest are at freedomprepper.com, which may or may not be working properly today. Uh, you know, there have been some uh, some things happening with the World Wide Web. Abbas Lamacroni <laughs> got a hero, a hero, a modern-day Charles Martel has stood up in France. Uh, this was down in the uh, Le Midi, uh, somewhere in the south of France. Uh, our, uh, our buddy, Emmanuel Macron, was schmoozing the crowd I guess rubbing it in how he uh, he works exclusively for the uh, the Illuminati and not for the people, and he went up to shake the hands of a masked man in a green T-shirt, and this guy screams uh, Abbas la Macrone down with Macron and slapped him right in the face, just slapped that piece of crap right in his worthless little face. Unfortunately, the man was arrested. I assume he'll be released from prison. Uh, he should claim that he's merely a uh, child fleeing war or oppression. They'll, they'll let him out and give him a welfare check. I predict this man would make an excellent 
uh, future president of France. We had a, now we have a current idiot. Macron probably went away crying. Unfortunately, security was there and they kept the little rat safe. Another rat started squeaking. Uh, Jean Castex, Castex uh, is uh, prime minister. Uh, he, he, she, Z, or it, whatever, uh, said that this incident was an affront to democracy. Good. I mean, good bring, bring this guy and the, uh, the sniper from Belgium on over to Lubbock, and we'll, uh, we'll have more affront to democracy. That's a great thing. And let's talk about where democracy gets you. I've got a duo of stories. I didn't quite know it. To, uh, I do believe the Air Force is rolling in on us. They found the... They, buddy, you fell... Oh, by, by the way, Buddy, I don't know, you may get a glimpse. Buddy now has his own pet. I was uh, coming in here, and there's an itty-bitty little uh, gray spider that is... Uh, and some dust up there. Uh, that's either Buddy's lunch or uh, pet. But anyway, I saw some stories I, I just had to put out about the progress that has been made. You know, the progressives want progress. This is the progress that we've made. Uh, let's see, what fake news? Uh, the Washington Post. The Washington Post was just gleeful the other day, last week in fact, that the city of Memphis, Tennessee has stood up against racism and hate and all things uh, white European and they have removed the remains of Nathan Bedford Forrest from uh, the Forest Park in downtown Memphis. Uh, of course, Forrest was a self-made uh, millionaire businessman, autodidactic military uh, leader and general of the, uh, the Confederation during uh, the Civil War, the last one, not, not the current one. Uh, and they, of course, in their headline, the Washington Post repeats the, the big lie, just keep telling it over and over, Memphis is digging up the remains of a Confederate general who led the early KKK. Newspaper accounts of the time and the congressional record are unequivocal. Nathan Bedford Forrest did not found, was not a member of, did not lead, and in fact later denounced the Klan. None of this matters. He's a you know, white man bad, especially this one. He's, he's hated for a, a number of reasons. This is a guy who, uh, you know, basically was self-taught in the ways of warfare and was a base master of it, an absolute uh, logistical and strategic genius. If we had someone like him in somewhere like Afghanistan, uh, we, the, the poppy fields would be completely uh, under the control of the Sackler family today. So, you know, just remember what you've lost. But you know what? And I'm sure this is going to cure the poverty, the crime, the illiteracy, uh, the you know, stupid violence, and all the other, the economic collapse that's going on in Memphis. I'm sure it's all over now. I think they're going to relocate him uh, to, uh, to Jackson. But I tell you what, here's the progress part. Wait a minute. Oh, and actually, I'm going to shift these around on the fly here, on the fly shifting. And of course, oh, here we go. Progress has been made. Uh, African Americans suffered horribly. They they really did. That's not my hyperbole. Um, you know, in things that happened 200 years ago, but they made tremendous progress, which the Daily Mail celebrates out of uh, Chicago recently. Now, not the 59 murders in Chicago uh, last weekend, almost exclusively of black people. And uh, I, I guess from what the MSM tells me that. Uh, I guess they were all killed by racist police officers and these white militias armed with their uh, 
AK-15 military assault cannons. Uh, no, actually, they, they could have just killed each other. But here's the lighter side. The lighter side, progress has been made. You know, they talk about they've got to have the talk. You know, be careful. The police hate us, and we're prey, so don't go around the police. I guess they need to incorporate into the talk, uh, don't twerk on top of a police SUV, because we have this delightful story with video and pictures of a trio of women uh, twerking. Uh, to entertain the officers inside a police cruiser. Uh, police cruiser 8288 or 8289. Kind of blurry. Um, I, I will point out that there's been a triumph. There's been a triumph. So I'm going to just applaud that. Here's one that I'm going to twist into. Uh, I've got a background story on this, and I'm going to twist it into homeschooling. BET, Black Entertainment Education Television, has a website with articles. They report about a, uh, a black middle school students, I guess in Washington somewhere, Spokane, Washington, were forced to pick cotton. I, I didn't get into this. Of course, you know, the, you know, if that was just done to be racist, then that would be horrible. I have a funny feeling it was about history. Um, either way, if you have your kids homeschooled, you don't have to worry about this. Um, but maybe you do, because I remember back I, when I grew up, I was a kid, I grew up in Mississippi. A lot of cotton over there still. And uh, I was in the Cub Scouts, and uh, one day we did this field trip, the scout troop did, to uh, the, uh, the cotton ag uh, lab farm for Mississippi State. And they, they made us, they made a bunch of little white kids pick cotton to see how cotton grows, and uh, then we went back to the lab, and they gave us paddles. We not, we only not, not only picked it, but we had to, uh, to work it, get the seeds out, and get it ready. And then the jerk, the professor, goes over to the counter and says, watch how easy this is, and he puts raw cotton in the gin, and of course it comes out ready to, uh, ready to spin. Um, but, you know, you can have life experiences like that, or take offense at everything, or you can just homeschool and uh, decide what your children learn uh, regardless. How are we doing on time? Rambling away, unscripted. Got a, yeah, I've got two or three. I've got two interesting uh, op-ed columns to take a look at. The first is a Z-Man writing for Taki Mag about institutional collapse. And uh, it does a great job looking around uh, recently, previously collapsed uh, empires like that of the Soviet Union, and then for whatever reason, takes a look at what's going on in uh, in the USSA. I, I, I guess he's trying to draw some kind of parallel here. Uh, something similar is happening in America, he says, and I think the man may be right about that. Dr. Roberts has his own little write-up here. This is just hilarious. He in his normal, hilarious way, he just recounts some of the stuff that's happening, kind of like I do, makes a little fun of it. He's very sad about it. He's, you know, been around longer than me and watched his country fall further than I have. But uh, in the, the title of his uh, column is, okay, how ba this, this is getting really bad. How long before America appoints a horse to the Senate? And this all goes back to uh, the... Urban legend of Caligula appointing a horse to uh, uh, to the to the Senate, either as a an or possibly even making the horse the consul of the president of the Senate. Um, did it happen? Maybe, uh, it, but basically, it signaled that 
you know, any pretense of civilized Republican Rome was over, and it portended uh, what was coming in the future. America's future is coming much, much, much faster. He goes on to relate some of his uh, experiences dealing with Washington, both as an insider and, and then as, a, as an outcast uh, leper, pariah, um, and all the names he gets called, just for, uh, just for uh, you know, for not only just for telling the truth, but for letting other people tell the truth. He, he talks about the fact that he, uh, he ran a guest column of an article written by an Israeli citizen about Israel's treatment of Palestine, or Palestinians, and uh, the fact that he uh, permitted free speech to an Israeli obviously means that he's an anti-Semite. So, as crazy as it is, how much worse could it be with a, uh, with a horse in charge? Um, I would, what was the name of Caligula's horse? It was like, it started with an I. Horse Ivermectin. You know, Trigger, that I talked about last week. I would prefer to have Trigger in the White House right now rather than the, uh, the crash test dummy. Really off script here, I saw a story, you know, the, the crash test dummy doesn't travel. He's always got to be close to the green screen and the medical team that keeps him animated. Uh, I, I guess the theory was they would send uh, um, Kamala, you know, she was the villain in that Indiana Jones movie, the, you know, the, uh, the Indian demon, Kamala, Kamala. They want to send her to represent the, uh, the, fate, you know, the dying empire abroad. She had trouble getting off the ground. Uh, one of these, you know, I guess it was a 777 Air Force, you know, it was Air Force Two, the vice presidential plane, took off and then immediately had to swing around and land. She was on her way to the exotic location of Mexico. I'm wondering, are these two allowed to leave the country? Is that part of the deal? You get to fake it, but you <clears throat> you can't really, Putin will be waiting in Geneva and, you know, the, uh, the crash test dummy will just keep you know, hitting the windshield again and again. It's, it's getting, it's, it's not really transparent. We don't know what's going on, but it is getting to be hilarious. They're, I think they're bombing. I think they're bombing across the river. It's getting bad. Or, or thunder. Could be thunder. All right, talk about, uh, talk about, speaking of attacks, our, uh, whoever uh, is faking being the energy secretary up in Mordor right now, who is this? Jennifer Grand, Granholm. The fake you know, energy secretary was talking about the risks of all these cyber attacks. Uh, and she's, in fact, said that it could cripple the power grid. Well, of course it could. You know, we, we've seen iterations of this, you know, up until including this week with uh, the Internet being, uh, and it wasn't even a cyber attack. Uh, with the power grid, it's so old and it's so Christmas treed together an icy limb falling on a line in one state can cascade and bring down everything across an entire region. And just uh, just one server farm having an overload, uh, like we saw Monday, um, can take out a considerable portion of the internet. Uh, don't look for this to improve. This is uh, actually what you should look forward to is uh, maybe taking a few decades uh, back in your personal lifestyle. And I think tomorrow, I've been itching to run a, a little nostalgia piece. I might do that tomorrow. But would it hurt us to live, you know, as we did back in the Dark Ages? You know, like back in, I don't know, 1990? I'm thinking not. But uh, it is what it is. RT, RT talks about the, uh, 
the internet outage, it took out Amazon and Reddit and GitHub, eBay, all these other vital, you know, Pinterest, I mean, uh, something called Stack Overflow, all these exciting services that no one can live without. Uh, it was a little glitch, nobody knows what it was, but they, but they fixed it for now, the next time it'll, uh, it'll come down. And also coming down, CNBC has a delightful story. Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank, that we talked about months ago and their uh, derivative machinations uh, helping us out. Uh, they're warning now of the global time bomb coming due to rising inflation. It's not that inflation, it's not that the price of gas has jumped dramatically, not that the price of meat has already doubled. It's not that you've just been priced out of the, the housing market everywhere. It's yet to come, and it's a, it's a real, it's going to be a time bomb. And they, you know, I, I, it's a long article. I doubt anywhere in here, yeah, they don't take responsibility. It's like, well, you know, us and the, the central banks and all your American banks and the Bank of England, we, uh, we really did a number on you. But uh, most of the street sees tame inflation. <clears throat> they think they can control. They built the monster. It's out now, but they still hanging out in the castle, watching it rampage around our village, they think it's tame. And maybe behind the wall, maybe for them, maybe it is. Maybe not for us. Anyway, I just, uh, oops, got my, well, we've had a jam here. I can remember this. I can go on the feature story. But first, I'd like to say that this episode is brought to you, uh, I forgot my other props, so this one is once again brought to you by your friends at Freedom Roasters Coffee. Order those bags, ground or whole bean, roasted to perfection and shipped fresh. That's the secret, the fresh shipping. Does not sit on the shelf in the supermarket for a year waiting on you. It shows up literally the week it's roasted. Uh, you can also get the uh, K-Pod uh, cups for those of you who don't like real coffee. Uh, decaf is not available. We are not communists. It's not Starbucks and uh, we... Uh, we're looking out for you. So join, join, and join the uh, Freedom Prepper community, which uh, I was ha I'm happy to report was immune thus far to uh, any slowdown issues. And uh, this story, uh, this is a Daily Mail uh, story about it. Would it hurt us to go back to newspapers? You know, the good thing about a newspaper, you got the print all over your hands. But nothing jumped around. If you tried to read a paragraph, things didn't like fly in the way and start blinking and then crash the computer. All right, this is out of uh, this is the mainstream media again noticing things that you know some of us were noticing last year. Rare genome sequencing almost certainly proves that the coronavirus was deliberately made in a Chinese lab before it was leaked to the world. This is another expert study making a bombshell claim. This is a virologist and a, uh, a physicist, two smart guys that uh, broke down the, uh, the information, probably ran some independent tests, and reached the, the conclusion that, uh, what's his name, uh, Tony Fauci's frenemy from the emails reached. Um, yeah, this, I was waiting. Who was going to put this thing under the scanning electron microscope and see if it was really different? And who was going to sequence it? Well, when they sequence it, there are certain little changes that just are not known to happen naturally. They make no sense. 
it's almost like you took two separate viruses and kind of spiced them together the way these uh, these dr. Frankensteins today you know love to uh, to splice together the genes and uh, create something new and dangerous probably while they're working in tandem to create a, a vaccine to help everybody out but there's still some problems in this story uh, deliberately made in a Chinese lab was it in fact completely made in a lab in Wuhan or anywhere else in China maybe maybe not how about if it got kick-started at a lab in the US and then was taken to China and finished there what if the uh, the Americans went to China to help out with the lab work these are the important questions these these are the important questions that could uh, precipitate a war or not um, that may be the hallmarks of a war in progress or not uh, these are questions that maybe should be asked at some, uh, you know, war crime tribunals, or not. It's, uh, it's hard to predict the future, or make sense of a past when it's been so well covered up. Remember, these are the people, the same people, that were telling you just a few weeks ago that somebody went to the Long John Silvers at the Wuhan Mall and ordered a raw bat, and poof, worldwide plague. You were expected to believe that up until the time when Tony Fauci, much like in the bathhouse, was caught with his pants down, and uh, now that the truth is out, they, they have to adopt it. But there's still, there's still, there's a lot of wiggle room before it leaked to the world. Oops, you know, so, level four containment lab, you know, triple redundant underground hermetic ceiling, uh, you know, virtually everything that comes in and out is uh, irradiated and washed. You know, nothing makes it out. Uh, but there was a leak. Somebody left the window open. A bat flew in, picked this up, and flew off to, uh, you know, Captain D's. And, you know, and nobody cooks food in China. They expect you to believe all this shit. Um, so, it did. what if it didn't leak out? What if it was intentionally released? What if, it, what if somebody took it downtown and just, you know, aerosoled it out? You know, uh, what if somebody went to the fish market and just kind of walked around with a bottle, sprinkling it out? What if somebody shipped it independently off to the guys waiting in Iran or in Italy uh, just to make sure that it got out? Other important questions, at least, at least a year behind with half the facts, the, the mainstream media is reluctantly coming along. And this show came along pretty well, despite the fact that I have to, uh, have yet still got a script out my show notes. Did a pretty good job, I think. We are having some sort of weather event and or bombing run, uh, so I'm going to take cover. You have a great Thursday, and I'll be back. I, I think I am going to run with the little nostalgia piece. Uh, it's going to be something cool on multiple fronts. It'll be something you, uh, those of us, you know, over 40, it's almost time to move that up. But we're still, you know, just barely over 40. Things you'll remember from your childhood or some of you from your uh, young, very young, early adulthood. It's going to be great. I'll see you then.